Well, hey, and welcome to the new year and the first episode of 2023. I love new years. I love new school years. I love kind of like the fresh energy that comes with certain times on the calendar. And and this is one of those times that I really love. So I, I love kind of like resolutions, vision setting, goal setting, and I'm excited to do that on this podcast episode today. So I hope you're already kicking off with a good start and are excited to make some cool things happen in this new year. A bunch of you jumped into our vision workshop that we hosted last month, which was so fun because I love helping people think kind of big picture about their vision and their goals for the year and then how to break those down into really bite-sized pieces. And and um, so if you missed that workshop and you want access to it, it's actually going to be within Danger School, our online course and business coaching program. Um, you can get access to it for just $55 a month um, if you're doing it without the coaching. So definitely recommend if you're on this kick of wanting to create a business that's different than what you see going on out there, that's different from how you've done it in the past, that's something that's really supportive of you as a person and as a creative and all the things that you love, whether that's travel or family or creating more time for the things that really matter for you. Definitely recommend jumping into that. I would love to hear what you thought about the workshop and um, what you think about it if you listen to it within the course. But today we're kind of talking about similar themes, about vision, goal setting, um, some ways to go into our this next year of our creative business, maybe with a few little tweaks to the way that we're thinking about things. And a lot of these are based on mistakes that I've made over the last couple years and some things that have really changed um, my life and my business and the lives and businesses of people that I've worked with. And so I wanted to share a few of them today. And just like with anything that I ever share on here, like take what works leave what doesn't, um, but really moving away from kind of this one-size-fits-all approach to business because we are all very different. What we value is very different. Um, how we work is different. You know, I I feel like a lot of us are, um, you know, tend to not operate in the same way that someone that can hold down a nine-to-five does or someone that um, is super high energy. I don't know. So, If you relate to any of that, if you relate to um, kind of having some different patterns and thinking differently and being really creative in the way that you approach life, I think you'll really like the the challenges that we're going to be chatting about today. So the first one, thing to try in the new year is to try to set goals based on our values instead on shoulds. So I wanted to give some examples of this because I think this can happen really easily without us even really knowing that we're doing it. And I've noticed it in myself too. Of I'm like, oh, how did I get down this path? It's not even the thing that I really care about. So an example, if you um, really, really value love and connection in your life, like your friendships are really important and your family and feeling like really um, connected to the people around you, those are big values for you. And as you move towards charging more, towards maybe running a luxury business, towards working with higher-end clients, or just your your business becomes bigger than you expected it to or more well-known than you expected it to, as you're on that path towards charging more, 
I see this a lot. I've done it myself. (laughs) We start making compromises on connection with our clients and mutual respect. If we do that, that goal won't be as fulfilling once we hit it. So I want to go back to that. So like an example, you really, really want to shoot five figure weddings. And so you start making, we start making these adjustments of like, oh, well, they don't want to be as connected to me or they don't want to see any of my personal pictures on Instagram or um, I don't need to take them to dinner beforehand to get to know them because now we kind of do this like we're here and they're they're over there and we take this really valuable piece out of it and this is speaking to people who really, really value connection in their business and connection in their life. We take that out in this scenario and we're like, the connection doesn't matter to me anymore because what's more important is serving higher end clients. And we lose the thing that matters (laughs) the most to us. And so then you shoot that five figure wedding and it's not fulfilling. And it, and we're, then we're kind of questioning ourselves of like, why does that not feel good? Why, why is that not exciting to me? Um, I hit this goal and it's not like checking any box in my brain like I thought it would. And so a lot of our goals, it can be easy to say, oh, well, such and such other person says that if I want this thing, I have to make this adjustment in my life. Um, So the thing to try instead of just letting go of that thing that we really value is as we're moving into wanting to charge more and work with higher end clients, let's double down on the things that really matter to us. Um, Let's really set goals based on the values that we have and the alignment that we want instead of kind of this external goal that takes kind of the, the foundation out of it for us. So here's the reframe on that. You were still wanting to charge more, to grow as a business, What if the goal, instead of I want to shoot five-figure weddings, high-end weddings, what if the goal is I want five to ten really aligned clients that really value what I do and I really value them and we create something really valuable together? So it can still be that five-figure wedding. It can still be that price raise that you're envisioning. But coming at it with that place of the most important thing is this core value, is this connection. And if so if someone comes along and they're rude to you and they, um, they're not as connected with you as you like to be, but there's a big price tag on this thing, you get to decide, like, is that okay with me or do I want to hold, you know, do I want to really hold this one thing so important to me and my business because I know that how I feel at the end of this and how the experience of working together is the most important thing. Another example of this is so maybe society is telling us to be successful, you have to have a big house in the suburbs. This is just a random example. A lot of us have houses in the suburbs, but you know, the society says this is how you want to be successful, and you're like, you have to be successful, and you say, well, I want to be successful, so I guess I need the big house in the suburbs, and I need this over here that someone's telling me I need. But the thing that we're really craving is travel and adventure, then those two goals are going to conflict, and 
when we hit the goal of, oh, I'm successful, or like, why do I still feel empty? And it's because we've neglected this core value of travel and adventure. Um, you know, so first one, we were talking about someone that really values connection. Second example, someone who really values travel and adventure. It's okay if those aren't the things that you value, but these are just examples. Um, and of course, we can have both of those things too. But just keeping that thing that matters to us first, realizing what va- what we really value, prioritizing that first instead of getting caught up either in what someone else is telling us we need to hit a certain goal or what society thinks we're supposed to have to be categorized a certain way or kind of the things that we collect over time that say this is the path that I need to take. And one more example of this If we want to be generous, so maybe generosity is a core value, something you really value, but our marketing strategy feels too heavy on the selling and not enough on the giving, we're going to get burned out on that marketing strategy. This is an example of my business lately, because, and I only felt it in one, one instance. I felt it in my email list a little bit, because my email list has started to become um, the place where I sell my programs, and it just started feeling off to me. It started feeling like there was nothing wrong that I was doing, but it just didn't feel good to me anymore because I felt like my email list was heavy on the selling and not as much on the giving. Whereas this podcast, generosity is a core value of mine. I feel really heavy on the giving. I love giving to this podcast. I love sharing information and guests and knowledge and um, conversations that are going to help people. So it feels really good to have that core value um, leaned into. So now I'm I'm rethinking my email list. I actually might throw it all out and just start fresh and make it kind of a more in-depth newsletter. I don't know. I don't know yet, but um, that's just an example from my own life of being generous is really important to me. And that's going to make me rethink my marketing strategy. It doesn't matter if XYZ person 10 years ago ago told me I needed to send 25 emails each launch to make sure people were seeing what I was selling. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't really care anymore. So anyways, (laughs) I just want to feel really good about the work that I'm making and about the people that I'm working with. Um, And I feel like a lot of you do too, which is probably why you're here listening to this podcast. And I'm glad we get to kind of figure it out together. Okay, so that was number one. Let's try setting goals based on values instead of on shoulds. I'm right there to rethinking my goals, rethinking how to do it based on my my values and not on what I see the path being for other people. Number two is keep visual reminders around us of what we that what we want is possible. Um, So it is so easy. It's so interesting. From It's been about six or seven years of working with other photographers and clients in a mentoring capacity. And so I get to see what works and what doesn't work for me. I also get to be along with other people and seeing what works and what doesn't work and what gets in people's ways as they're growing. And the thing that is tricky and powerful is the stories that we attach to something. So with this, with the keep visual reminders around us of what that what we want is possible, it is so easy to tell ourselves that the thing we want isn't possible or it's not possible for us or it's not possible because we have kids or it's not possible because 
we're not XYZ or because we're not in this city or whatever. It's those stories are more powerful than any podcast you listen to, any course you take, any book you read, like anything you do for your business. We need to be really, really clear with our heads that the thing that we're going for is possible for us or the rest of it is not going to matter. So when we keep people around us or we keep people in our ears that show us that what we want is possible in our current situation, that is going to be one of the biggest things that helps drive us forward. So some examples of this, we want a partner, but we have this story that all men or women out there, all they want is to hook up. People don't want to be in partnerships anymore. We have this story in our head that everyone just wants to hook up. Or they just want to be in, you know, situationships or whatever. And so it's going to be hard for us to take the action that we want to take to find that partner because we have this story that it's not possible. Another example is we want to do work that inspires us, but we have this story that to make good money, we have to take a stable job. We have four kids. We want to make sure they're provided for. We have to take this job that we don't like or do this thing that we don't want to do um, and that is not possible to have work that inspires us, whether that's a full-time job or running your business or whatever. Um, or we want to be creative and be a parent, but we have this story that, oh, we can do it later when our kids are older or it's too hard to do the thing that's creative and have kids. Um So those stories, they're so powerful. They're so powerful in keeping us where we are, keeping us from moving forward, keeping us from really exploring the things that we want. Um, And so belief is really so essential to our own growth. So this thing to try, which is keep visual reminders around us that what we want is possible. This can be a lot of different things. The um, I, you know, I'm a big fan of vision boards. I love visual like things in my windows and in on my mirror to be like, hey, that thing, that thing's possible. Remind yourself that you're going for it. Um, also, the people that we keep around us, so vital here. You know, like um, so some things that I've found are really helpful following people on Instagram that are doing things that inspire us or that show us that it's possible. Spend more time with the friends that are doing the thing instead of the friends that are complaining about the thing not being possible. Um, just a you know something that I've been practicing lately on my um, private Instagram, which is like there's 10 people on it because it's just my kid and you know things like that. Only follow close friends, family, and the people that show me that X dream is possible. So my vision holders for the way that I want to be a leader. I have my like my leadership vibes vision board right now because I was getting really caught on feeling like leaders were all selfish and they were all super masculine and they were all um I don't know. I was I was really stuck on this leadership thing. So I made a leadership vision board of people that like lead with generosity, that are warm, that are friendly, that are kind, um, that are inspiring, that have good relationships with their family. So I follow a lot of them on Instagram. um, And that is my space where it's only those vision holders for me. Um, 
and, you know, personal style. I've been having a lot of fun, like, playing around with my personal style because I had realized my, like, me as a young kid, oh, my gosh, I loved jewelry. I loved um, making scrunchies and wearing, like, all these layers and dresses. And I was so creative with my personal style as a kid. And then I joined, you know, I, I grew up and was living in kind of this high-control religious environment that was, like, don't show your shoulders, don't draw attention to yourself. If anything is slightly see-through or you have makeup on or this or that, like you're bad. And so I like squelched a lot of this creativity that came along with like how I dress. So anyway, personal thing, but I am on a journey to rediscover my personal style, express myself in ways through clothes and other things. It's been super fun. Um, but I've been following people that I'm really inspired by their style. Like they're courageous in what they wear. They wear funky clothes. They like have a designer bag every once in a while. Like all those things that I was like, oh, those are bad, you know? Um, I'm working on expanding that for myself. So, um, also women that are aging and still crushing their creative life. I had realized like, oh, I, I don't have a vision for myself after age 35, like, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. And so I started finding um, women that are older, that are 60s, 70s, that are still just, like, crushing their creative life, doing cool things, traveling um, into fashion, helping others. Oh, my gosh, it's so fun to follow them. So what we let into our close proximity is really powerful. Um, also, I mean other things, mothers that travel with their kids, businesses that have scaled in ways that look exciting and not draining. Those are all things that I'm keeping really close in my visual field because I want to remind myself that those things are possible and not just like, you know, an idea. And I think it also makes us feel less lonely because a lot of times as entrepreneurs or people running businesses, it's like maybe the people around us aren't doing the thing that we're doing Um, and so either making friends that are entrepreneurs or following people that have done things differently, it's super inspiring and makes us feel a little bit less lonely. Um, okay. So number three, I think this is number three. First one was number one was setting goals based on values and not on shoulds. Um, number two is keep visual reminders around us that what we want is possible. And number three is play around with tiny habits. We just read Atomic Habits by James Clear on our way back from holiday travels, and we loved it because I've really seen um, in my own life before even reading this book, like how powerful tiny adjustments can be. You know, we think like, oh, you know, I need to make this huge goal or I need to make this huge change or I have a pattern of like burning my life down and like rebuilding it. I don't know. It's like very exciting to do that, but trying to not do that anymore and trying to do more like tiny adjustments that eventually get you to a different place. So um, Atomic Habits, super great by James Clear. And it's just about how powerful these micro adjustments can be. A walk every day has probably been the biggest gift towards my goals that I've ever given myself. So play around with tiny habits. Number four is reset boundaries, but try them with this one adjustment. A boundary should feel like love. Okay, (laughs) confession time. I used to set boundaries from a place of, oh, that person is really annoying me and I need a boundary. (laughs) And 
I like feel bad saying that, but like I used to set boundaries kind of from this place of um, judgment where I was judging the other person for the way that they were, the way they were coming at me. And my boundaries were like walls that were super rigid. And I don't think that that's always bad. I think sometimes we do need hard, rigid walls and sometimes people are not safe to be around and we have to be really careful. But Um, A lot of those never felt that good for me and finding how to reset boundaries in a way that feels like love. And here's kind of the thing that I think through with boundaries now, because I love myself and I love this other person, I need to act this way. Um, So like boundaries are not about controlling the other person. They're about our own actions. So like, because I love myself, which means like, I want to not work on the weekends or I want to not work after 5 p.m. or I want to make sure I have time with my family. And because I want that other person to have that same that same thing, my boundary is I'm not going to answer texts after 5 p.m. or whatever the boundary is. So it's coming from this place of love of like this is actually better for them and it's better for me. So if you're thinking about what boundaries need to change in the new year, You can try my little trick, which is um, to fill it up with love, take a deep breath in, and be like, this is because I love myself and because I love them. And and then it's changing the way we're acting, not trying to change the way they're acting. Next one is give ourselves permission to change the things that aren't working for us. So have you always marketed your business in one certain way? Um, Holding on to something that doesn't feel good anymore because that's what we've always done. So going back to my email list example, It's what I've always done. That's what people do. Like, that's what email lists are for. So let's give ourselves permission to do things differently when they aren't working for us anymore. Um, To change our patterns. To try something besides Instagram for marketing. To try something besides this one thing that we've always done. Let's give ourselves permission to change the things that aren't working for us anymore. I think we'll have a more joyful year this year if we do that. And then the last one is be generous to yourself. So raising prices, taking a sabbatical, or creating an asset that can work for you for years instead of constant hustle, those are all really, really generous acts for you and your business and for your clients. So the work we put into the beginning of this year, let's give it all with a generous intention. Let's be kind to ourselves, but also be kind to our future selves with the business moves that we are making. So... Um, If you are excited about doing some more vision boarding, you want to make some creative um, placeholders or things like visual aids that help with some of this visioning, we have a free vision board template that you can download. It's through Canva. Super fun. Has three different pages per month. It's like your, your visioning board, your kind of tactical goals for that month, and then, um, like a recap. So at the end, you're like, what came in? What did I do? It's like a gratitude board. I feel like that's a really important part of visioning for me is like, oh my gosh, like I did a lot of the things I said I was going to do. And this picture is actually like exactly like this picture that I thought I, you know, that I put on my vision board or whatever. So it's a monthly vision board template, super helpful tool. And it's just fun to do. And I feel like it, it helps to bring back that reminder of like, we're, we're doing the things of our dreams. That's pretty amazing. I will never get tired of running a creative business. We are literally living our dreams. So again, if you missed the vision board workshop and you want to dive deeper into the visioning 
workshop into building a business based on your values. It is all housed inside of Danger School, our online course, which is for intentional creative business owners. We blend life coaching and business coaching to help you connect with your aligned work, grow your business, feel more fulfilled, and enjoy your life. So thank you for joining on this episode of the Dangerous Creatives Podcast. We'll have the portfolio episode next and a whole bunch of awesome guests for this spring. I cannot wait. Again, I am so grateful every time you tune in and listen to this podcast. Thank you for the folks that have been leaving reviews, um, especially towards the end of the year. There were a bunch of people that just like really generously left reviews and that helps so much. So thank you for being here. Thanks for the ways that you show support. Share these with friends, leave reviews, and the way that you are building your business in an intentional way because I really do think this is how we change the world. This episode was produced and edited by the lovely Jen Madigan Creative. Music for this episode was written and recorded by Jamie Lono and Shammy D. Thanks for being part of our Dangerous Creatives podcast community, and we'll see you again next time. I want you to do, do, do.